This morning, we're going to spend focus on one word, love. This whole morning, we're talking about love. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to right now think about all the things you love, because we all have a lot of them. So think about all the things you love. Um, A few things I love are, first, I love our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Man, the journey he has taken me on so far in life has been uh, nothing short of amazing, and I look forward to where he's going to take me in the future. Um, I also love my family. I um, absolutely love my family. I have wonderful parents, um, three siblings. I've got an older brother, two older sisters, um, six nieces and nephews, and a lot of cousins because we are a large Mexican family, so there's a lot of us. Um, you, can't, you can't fit a picture of all of us on that screen, actually. So that's why it's just my immediate family up there. Uh, but no, I am so blessed with the family that I have. I also love my friends. Um, I've been very blessed with great friends and um, I've known a lot of them since middle school, high school, um, but they've all just been so wonderful. Um, and so lucky, lucky, lucky to go through life with them. I've watched, we've watched each other grow, and um, I've watched some of my friends go from girlfriends to fiancés to wives and now kids. And so it is so cool to watch just our neat little circle start growing and growing and growing. Um, I love this place. I absolutely love this place. It is such a joy and honor um, to serve these junior hires and high schoolers. Um, It is such a blessing to walk alongside this staff, um, this dynamic staff, um, and do ministry together. Um, It's great to be able to be in the young adult group um, and just be poured into um, and and talk to some of the kids who came through the youth group. Um, It's weird to go from leader to now peer. Um, It's really cool. And so I just, I love this place. It's a good place. Um, I love ice cream. I really, really, really love ice cream. Uh, I had to put it on here. If you don't believe me, just ask the youth. Ask them how often does David talk about ice cream, and they'll be like, there it is, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> There's your answer. In fact, I joked in the first service, uh, the church might be able to pay me an ice cream. Um, that's how much I love it. And then last, but certainly not least, I love my girlfriend. Um, she is absolutely wonderful. We've been dating for, for a little over a year, um, and so, so blessed to do ministry, uh, ministry beside her. Um, this picture was taken out in front of the uh, office, actually, and there's, there's something in the background I can't quite see. John, can you zoom in on that? That's her father, John. Um, by the looks of it, John doesn't love me. In fact, I can't even tell if John likes me with that photo. Um, no, just kidding. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure he does. At least I think. Um, well, being that it's Youth Sunday, I didn't want you to just hear from me and the things that I love, um, but I'd like for you to hear from the youth and some of the things that they love. And so we've got a short little video for you highlighting some of the things that our youth have said they love. So uh, check it out. Well, the three obvious things I love are my friends, my family, and Jesus. But some things that I've been blessed with that I never expected were this youth group, my lacrosse team, and hippos. I love my mom and my friends. I love rock climbing, the youth group, my family, my friends, my little puppy Bluebell. I love hammocking in the sunshine and the beach. The beach is like the best place ever. Chick-fil-A. Oh, Chipotle. Chipotle. Yeah, I love Chipotle. It's Chipotle. 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 I love church. I love my family. I love my life. Uh, I love my God, and I love sports. Church and Harry Potter. I love my family and my friends and West Bowls. I guess Legos. I love women 
chocolate, and coffee. The richer, the better. David Perez. Food, baby animals, um, frisbee, sports. My family, and I love Disney World, so there you go. At Burger King, they had like fried, deep fried mac and cheese, and that was pretty good. I gotta start over. What do I love? Family and friends and just the West Bulls community. I love keeping up with the Kardashians, but not as much as I love my mother, Cammie Rickman. Either dogs or family. Or both. I love sports, family, and... My family, my school, this church, my friends. I very, very much enjoy snowboarding and sports. Uh, I love video games and TV and my dog. I love my family and food, especially popcorn. I love to help others. That's it. And I love Jesus. Uh, there truly never is a dull moment in youth ministry. Um, those kids are awesome. So thank you all, all of you who were in the video. I appreciate it. Um, well, one of the things that I did not mention earlier when I was listening off some of the things I love um, is the gym. I, I love the gym. And there's a reason that I love the gym. It's because there's, there's one principle, okay, there's one principle that sets the foundation for everything that will help you succeed at the gym. And it's good form. Now, it's, it's one of the, the first things you learn. It's basic. It's elementary. Hopefully, you're learning it when you first start. But good form is one of the first things you should be learning. If you have good form, it sets a solid foundation for everything you do. Now, the interesting thing about that is the more you lift, okay, the longer, the longer you're doing it, um, the more, the more you need to focus on having good form because it becomes second nature to you. You start going, sweet, I already know this. I've got the muscle memory. But you actually start looking a little more at it going, okay. Am I doing this correctly? Am I doing this right? Because you know if you keep the good form up, you're going to get results. Now, the same thing is true um, the higher in weight you go. The heavier you lift, the more important form becomes. You get bad form, you're going to get hurt. Now, we're not going to spend the next 30 minutes talking about the gym, I promise, okay? Just the next 25. So strap in. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I, I bring this up because there's a parallel with our faith. Um, what form is to the gym... Love is to our faith. What form is to the gym, love is to our faith. You see, love should set the foundation of our faith. Love should set us up for everything we do in our faith. And you see, the, the longer we live our faith out, well, the more important love needs to become. The more we learn in our faith, the more we grow, well, the more intently we need to focus on love. It is the absolute most important thing. Now, unfortunately, I think what happens is we learn this lesson young. Uh, you learn this lesson in Sunday school. You learn right off the bat that Jesus loves you and that you have to love others. Or when you first come to the faith, you learn, yeah, Jesus loves me and I need to love others. And so I think what happens is we learn that and it's such a basic principle. It's such an elementary lesson that we go, sweet, now I need to move on from it. I've got it down. Check. Now I need to move on from it. But here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. Church, 
We never move past that. We never grow out of that. You see, that is the most important aspect of our faith. Is God's love for us and our love for others. The longer I spend reading and looking and, and growing in my faith, the more I realize that the underlying current, the foundation, the, the string that connects it all is love. We see it all throughout Scripture. In fact, there's a few verses up here just to show you that, and there's, there's just a handful, but there's many more just to show you that it's a recurring thing. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. But you, O Lord, are a good, you are, O Lord, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. We got one more here. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commandments. Now, we, we find this all throughout Scripture. This is just a handful of them, but we could, we could look and pick this thing apart and find that, that this is the recurring theme. This is what should be the basis of all of our belief, of all of our theology, is love. In fact, that's what Paul talks to us about in 1 Corinthians. So if you have your Bibles, you can open up with me to 1 Corinthians. We're going to start off in chapter 12. Um, and if you don't have them, it's up on the screen. So 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 31. We're going to do the second half of that verse. It says here, And now I will show you the most excellent way. Now, just to give you a little bit of context here. Earlier in this passage, earlier in chapter 12, Paul is talking about some of the gifts that we are to, to desire, some of the gifts that we should look for, um, some of the gifts that are, that are some of the higher up gifts, gifts like prophecy. And so Paul gets done telling us, hey, these are some of the gifts you want. These are some of the gifts to seek after. But then he ends the chapter by saying this, and now I will show you the most excellent way. You see, what Paul is saying, he's saying, look, what I've just talked about, it's great. It's important. It's good. Let me show you the best way. Now, let me show you the best thing. Let me show you the greatest thing. So what he's telling his readers is he's saying, look, what I'm about to tell you, pay close attention because it's the most important thing. 1 Corinthians 13.1 says this, if I speak in tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. Just imagine with me that you decide to travel to Italy, to France, to Germany, to Greece, to Spain, to China. You travel to all those places and you're instantly fluent in the language. You can converse, you can talk with everyone. Not only that, but you can talk with angels. I mean, how cool would that be? Oh, that'd be awesome. But Paul says, look, yeah, that's great. That's wonderful, but if you don't have love, you're just making noise. He continues with this thought. He goes, if I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but have not love, I am nothing. Now, this one always gets me. 
Every time I read this one, this one always gets me. Because just imagine being able to prophesy into someone's life. Just imagine knowing everything, every mystery, every question anyone's ever had, imagine you know the answer to. I mean, parents, each and every single one of you went through the why stage with your kids, didn't you? Where they just constantly asked why and why. And eventually you got to the point where you didn't know the answer. Imagine, imagine having no limit to the answers you know. Kids, think back to the last, or you, think back to the last test you took. You probably missed a few questions. Imagine knowing all the answers, everything. Now let's add to that the ability to look at this hog back that sits right behind us and go, move, and it moves. Well, Paul says, well, if you don't have love, all that's meaningless. It's meaningless. It's nothing. And just in case, just in case we haven't wrapped our heads around that just yet, Paul covers his bases. He says this, if I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to the flames, but have not love, I gain nothing. Paul says, if you give it all up, but it's not out of love, but you don't do it out of love, it's all in vain. It's all in vain. So what's Paul getting at? Well, look, if you want to live out your faith, if you want to live it out, you've got to love out loud. If you want to live it out, you've got to love out loud. Now, what does that mean? What does loving out loud look like? What does it mean to truly love others? Well, Paul tells us. Verse 4, he says, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Now, how many of us have heard that passage at a wedding? Let me show hands. Okay, quite a few of us. Yeah, it's, it's a great passage to hear at weddings. In fact, I think it's so appropriate because a wedding's a ceremony recognizing the love between a bride and a groom. And that's beautiful that we get to hear this and see this. But Paul wasn't just talking to a bride and a groom. No. Paul was talking to every single one of us. When he's saying, this is how you should love people, he's talking to you and me. And I don't know about you, but I look at that list and I go, whew, that's daunting. That's hard. Sometimes I have difficulty being patient. Sometimes I have difficulty being kind. Sometimes I envy and I boast and I can be proud. I'm rude, I'm self-seeking at times, I'm easily angered at certain times. I've kept record of wrongs. When I was a, a kid, my cousins and I, we used to unravel wire hangers and smack each other in the back of the legs of them. Tell you what, you'd be walking and then you just get a wire hanger to the back of the legs. And uh, I kept a record of that wrong. I remembered. So I'd be like, oh, oh I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you. Um, but I read this list and I go, this is hard. It seems like sometimes it can be nearly impossible, but 
This is, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where this is possible. We live out this list. We truly love people when we stay grounded, when we stay rooted in the foundation and the fact that God loves you. When we stay rooted and founded in the fact that God has lavished his love upon you and that you are the apple of his eye and that you are the thing he loves the most. When we stay rooted in that, when we stay founded in that foundation, we make that the basis of everything we do, well, then he gives us the strength. He gives us the ability to love others. It's out of the love we've received from him that we're able to love other people. Now, unfortunately, I think sometimes what happens is we, we go through life and we think, okay, living out my faith, this life is all about how often I'm here on a Sunday morning. Or the most important thing is how many things I serve at. Or how many podcasts and sermons I listen to. And yes, those things are great. They're wonderful. It's important that we do those things. But they're not the most important thing. The most important thing is that we love. The most important thing is that we fall deeply in love with our God and that we love others. There's nothing greater than that. There's nothing deeper than that. There's, there's no amount of time we could spend studying this love where we would be satisfied with it. High schoolers, if I can talk to you for just a minute here. Those of you who are staying here, you're going through a time in life where a lot of people will tell you, you know what, this life, it's all about status. It's all about who you know. It's all about knowing the most people. That's not true. The most important thing in this life is that you fall deeply in love with your Lord and Savior and that you love others well, that you love out loud. Seniors, you just graduated. You're heading off to college or work, and you're going into a world that's going to tell you that this life is about accomplishment and achievement. It's about how well you can do. It's about coming out of college or, 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 or uh, going to work and getting a high-paying job. That's good, but that's not what this life is all about, seniors. This life is all about falling deeply, deeply in love with your Lord and loving others well. Adults, parents, you know better than anyone that this world will try and tell you that this life's about comfort. It's about getting set up well. It's about being busy and about having it all together. Those things are good. But it's not the most important thing. It's not the most excellent way. The most important thing in this life is that you fall madly in love with your Lord and Savior and that you love others well, that you love out loud. Church, this is the foundation of it all. This is where it all starts. If you do nothing else in this life, if you accomplish nothing else, do this. Love, love, love. 
it's the most important thing we can do. It's the biggest thing we can do. I want to I wanna close this off by, uh, by reading how Paul ends this letter because I think he hits the nail on the head. So um, check this out. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 13. And these three things remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Church, if we're going to live this faith out, We've got to love out loud. My hope and my prayer for you this morning truly, truly is that you each and every day fall more and more in love with God. That you each and every day stay rooted, stay founded in the love he's lavished on you. And that you each and every day go love others well. Go love others without regard. Not holding back that you love loud. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this morning. Um, Lord, we are so grateful, so thankful um, for your sacrifice on the cross for us, Lord Jesus, for that ultimate showing of love. Lord, I just pray this morning for each and every single person in here, Lord, as we get ready to go out into the world, Lord, as we get ready to go home and, and go about work and business, Lord, I pray that you just remind us of this, that in everything we do, Lord, in our lives, that your love for us may be the foundation of it all, that no matter how, how long we are we Christians, no matter how much we learn, no matter how much we grow, Lord, that we may never move past, move through your love, Lord, because it's the most important thing. And Lord, I pray that as we go through life, that we love others well, that we love out loud, without regard, without holding back, Lord, that we love others just as you have loved us. And so we thank you and worship, Lord. Thank you for this place, for the wonderful people in it, um, and for all that you're doing through her. We worship you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, have a good Sunday. Thank you so much.